Hello, I'm Rory Bond. You're listening to He Put Ned Ved to Bed. I'm around the table with Dan Burnett and William Kajane. Hello. And, um, oh, William Kajane. Good evening. In case they don't recognise your voice. Um, and we're playing an away game today, our first away game in two years, in uh, Will's Bristol abode, which is nice. Dan, what, do you th- what are you thinking of the place? I'm thinking... Ha- Dan, has just been looking, Dan has been looking out the window at his car for, for, since we've got here. He's been unsettled. This yeah. is actually the furthest up north Dan's been, is that true? Yeah, I think... I've had nosebleeds. <laughs> I mean, I think we are essentially... We had to, we had to ask locals for directions and we were <laughs> mugged. Yeah. Well, everyone knows as soon as you go past Taunton Dean Services, you are in the Arctic Circle, so... Dan's wearing an I Heart BRS t-shirt. <laughs> He's just holding a map and taking photos of everything. I actually took a picture of William Kajani's clothes horse. Which is quite a... If you haven't met William John, I didn't think he'd own a clothes... Is that your clothes source? It is not my clothes oh, source. Oh, I knew you wouldn't have a clothes source. I'm surprised you have breakfast cereals. I thought you'd just <laughs> wake, wake up every morning and struggle. Just sort of go out for breakfast each time. Uh, William Kajani, we're, we're recording this sort of after uh, Liverpool beat Man City. You guys got a result at home after sort of breakdown week. Which is sort of every four weeks, I think, for Arsenal. We've got a nice, um, we've got a nice kind of football menstrual cycle. And it's that that's our football menstrual cycle. And we've had the League Cup final, which unless you're in it, is the Mickey Mouse Cup. So unless you're unless you're in the final, it means nothing. Or in the semi-finals, that's fine. Uh, we've got an opening question, which I've I've sort of based around my life. In the one-stop three-for-a-pound chocolate bars. And, uh, Dan Burnett, what are you going for, three-for-a-pound? You know those uh, Malteser bars? A, a teaser's bar? A teaser's bar, I do like the, Well, that's a wild card, that one. That's not your bread-and-butter chocolate bar, yeah. is it? Uh, that's a good, that's good choice. Yeah, uh, that's a good choice. Yorkie as well. I like it. Yorkies Standard. have gone downhill. William Kajani, what are your thoughts on Yorkies? Um, I was never that big a fan. I think they're okay, but... Um, don't quite strike the right balance for me. Shots too bit too heavy. And then just as for the third one, one of a Kit Kat or a Kit Kat chunky. Oh, don't go with them horrible Kit Kat forfeit. Gotta be a Kit Kat chunky. Uh, depends on the day. Depends what sort of mood I'm in. I was gonna say that's quite heavy as well. No, uh, no caramel-based chocolate bars there, no, Danny. Is that something? Really? Yeah. Really? Really? What are you, Johnny? What are you going for? I've got to go for uh, probably a Kinder Bueno White. I know it's very now. Oh. Uh, good, right? Kinder Bueno White. So I was in Co-op the other day, where their chocolate bars are two for a pound. So if you go to Co-op, don't bother. Kinder Bueno White and a whisper. Kinder Bueno White and a whisper. One pound thirty-eight. It came up on the till. Excuse one pound thirty-eight. She was like, "Oh, I don't think the white one is in the two for a pound." So if you follow me on Twitter, I actually took pictures of the Kinder Bueno White saying that it's two for a pound, and I have sent it into co-op. If you know anyone at co-op, they have not replied to me yet. I have been robbed 38p and I'm waiting for a voucher. So if anyone can get in touch with co-op Plymouth, it's, it's sort of, um, I can't think what the actual building's called, but yeah, the woman was insistent that it wasn't. So I was fleeced, I was fleeced. Sorry, William Kajani, back to you, for your point. It's just hit me that some of the equipment that you used to recall this has been bought with taxpayers' money. <laughs> I feel... I feel quite proud and dirty at the same time. Um, just, yeah, but on to the Kinzers. Um, it's light, but I'm getting free. 
So it's a lot of packaging, though, isn't it? Because you're gonna, it is a lot of packaging, but it's a bit, you've somebody, got to work for it. Work for somebody it. else made that decision to put the packaging around it. The moral responsibility in the capitalist <laughs> chain doesn't lie with me, mm-hmm. as far as that's concerned. Um, the next one I'd get would be probably a Kit Kat chunky. Because it seems to be a favourite amongst the pod. Yeah, very popular. If anyone at Kit Kat could sort of sponsor us, so <laughs> we'll do any Kit Kat. We'll literally sell out. So we can stick Kit Kat decals on Dan's car if that's something they'd be into. You'll just see it cruising up the M5. If, it, if it's still there. If it's still there, the Bristol youth, the Bristol Sly crew. Did you go to Exeter, Lee Plymouth? I did, yeah. Were you racially, racially abused? Did you punch a police force? <laughs> I am um, allowed to say, may I just say officially, <clears throat> for the record, um, I was let onto all modes of public transport <laughs> without difficulty. I was, in, I was also, I would say, extremely polite and fair in my behaviour towards all animals during this designated period. And... I represented myself, my county, my cities, and my country with nothing but honour. Good. The day. That's that's what we like to hear. And and your third chocolate bar will in pajamas. And now back to the really important stuff. This is the important stuff that we get involved in. <clears throat> oh, I don't really know. To be honest with you, I probably go for standard and have something like. Um, do you know what? A Snickers. Oh come uh, on now. Oh. It's, it's the fact uh, that it's such hard work for you, you can uh, trick yourself into thinking you're eating more. <laughs> okay. Okay, wow. William's from Ghana, so food storage sort of is, he's got a prime subject. That's why I keep so much bottled water in there. Um, no, the, sorry, them answers are all wrong. The correct answer was Twirl, Whisper and a Galaxy Caramel as a little treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Right, so we saw League Cup final then? Oh, you've said it now. I've said it, we can't go back. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. Um, Dan Burnett, do you have any value in the League Cup? Uh, we don't have Khaled here, so I'd just say we don't have Khaled, so we can't. But he would definitely he would, he's, say he's very Arabic or Arabic that the League Cup is worthless. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's worthless, but I'm sure, had I not been working today, I might have watched 10, 15 minutes of it before saying this is alright, but I know Chelsea going to win. Yeah. That, that, that would be my fall. Uh, um, William Kajani. I mean, the revelations before that Mourinho turned down a job at Tottenham was this. Was is there any truth in that, or was this Mourinho sort of the cringy mind games culture which he likes to have attached to himself? Uh, definitely the latter. I think that I don't think there's much truth in in quite a few things that he says periodically. Like they're hard done by. Yeah, well, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say, that was going to whatever you want to say about, you know, the kind of um, shithousery, his Burnley exhibition was a masterclass, and the thing is, sometimes we all get too angry, we don't entertain enough, a lot of football isn't as amazing and magical as kind of, we it's like not, it. most of it's bollocks, don't, don't watch most of it. So and you know, genuine shithousery is a real feature of the game that is underappreciated. His appearance on goals on su- on Sunday, as well as <laughs> he's also flagged, he's flagged off Sky, and also not just that, 
Um, but the working of the Chelsea Twitter account afterwards, which genuinely tweeted, um, here are the decisions that went against us today. And literally, after a four-hour gap, I shit you not, you can go back to the day, they had, um, here's the match report, a very frustrating afternoon for us. And then they had a four-hour gap, a reminder of the decisions no. which went against us today with a link to all the decisions, along with a picture tweet um, of four pictures, which is the maximum <laughs> Twitter allows, and guess which minutes they were from. <laughs> Dan Burnett, what minutes were they from? <clears throat> Minute 30. Mm. I think, and I think, but, but I could argue that with 
with the FA Cup, the Bolton replay, how many people don't want to take that, but will equally be happy to bandwagon it as soon as we get to a Wembley semi-final or final. Hopefully, should should that happen, uh, we haven't talked about uh, train gate since that happened. Uh, Dan Burnett, do you want to just? Uh, I mean, what what was your sort of react to it? I was sort of a bit. I think everyone was shocked, appalled, think, a bit yeah. ashamed. I think everyone. I think I don't think anyone as a. I was just thinking because Chelsea so-called fans. Like yeah, to no good last time they played. Yeah, they had a load of, well, they ruined the streets. Well, I don't get, why, why did they not like Paris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Euro star prices, that's what they're rising <laughs> again. £89 um, return, you bastards. <laughs> but, nah, I don't know, it's sort of crazy how it all sort of exploded really. I mean, it's all sort of well documented that you are the biggest of fans when it comes to Chelsea support. No. No. But um, it's just the fact that, you know, as much as we say that they're all bastards, really. They are, are but, but... There are a few... No, but is it days. a few? I, I tweeted, I've, I said, this isn't, this isn't a small minority now at Chelsea. This is... I think this is, is, how many this seems to got be, arrested for that on, on Chelsea? I've no idea. I've no idea. But I'm, yeah, I'm saying, like I'm saying it seems to be a large culture within Chelsea within sort of nationalism, Glasgow Rangers, EDL links that make them that sort of their identity, so especially travelling around. Ever since, I mean, it's sort of, not so well documented that this racial culture's gone all the way back to... Yeah, so, so, so I'm saying, when people are saying, oh, it's a minority, they're not the fans, I'm saying it's probably, it's more so than any other club, except going on stuff. Not their inability to adapt to sort of modern culture, if you like, and that is just not okay. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot let someone not of your ethnicity onto public transport. In your, in your, just the absurdity that they went to a country That's where so they're funny. representing this country, which hasn't had a great past, sort of. From the 80s, that's a truck that's just going into the back of Dan's car. Great. We're walking home. Um, <laughs> that hasn't had a great... From, from the 80s, we sort of had to rebuild. Several teams are to blame. Uh, uh, and then and then they go and do that. And this was a worldwide it's thing. Not, it's not great, is it? But then no. again, as soon as... I mean, I'm not saying that sort of thing happens like in Eastern Europe all the time, but like it doesn't... It's not... As well covered, obviously, because media. If no. we do something wrong here, it's always like, oh, we should be ashamed. But it's, yeah, it's, but that's because we we've set the bar to yeah. these these Whereas levels of Premier League. If, if that had happened in, I was going to Napoli is stabbing people's asses every week. Like if that had happened in, I don't know, like the Belgrade derby in Serbia or something daft like that. Yeah. No one would have batted an eyelid. I was like, well, that's sort of no, I, I commonplace there, if you like, but because it's here. And, but I think everyone was disappointed from an English football perspective. Oh yeah, it's sort of we should all be ashamed of really the fact that there's still people out there who think that's all right. Yeah, and, and uh, what we haven't told you is that that William Kajani was actually that man that was pushed from the train. William Kajani, how was it? Uh, very intimidating, um, but also far more frustrating than anything. <laughs> that we haven't come that far in such a long space of time. It was a throwback to an era that sadly we cannot call bygone anymore. No. 
what I want to say was, obviously if that happens in the London Underground, that fellow gets pushed off the train, although it's obviously still racism, he doesn't have to wait that long for the next train, does he? That's true, we don't know in the Paris, Paris Metro. How often are the Paris Metro what trains? Is the Paris, uh, uh, William Kajani, you went there by bus. Yeah. When was Paris? Did you, go, did you go on the Metro? Oh, oh yeah, all the time. Uh, <laughs> That's all he did. That's all he did. Yeah, yeah, I, I went there. The equivalent of the circle line, he <laughs> just went round and round. Round and round and round. Um, <laughs> Paris is a very lovely city. So I was revolted by what the Chelsea fans did there. I've always loved Paris, by the way, before even I went. I was revolted by what happened there last April. I was sickened by what I saw there. Um, and it's all, and um, I was sickened mainly for a number of reasons. Um, but first of all, just purely because even on a personal level, nobody should really have to suffer that. Um, you, you know, and uh, there's no excuse for that. He could have gotten on that train, there was, plenty, mm. there was plenty of space, wasn't doing anything, was just trying to, was just trying to get on and go about his life and that really is kind of the, the shameful thing about it. Um, it thinking of the post reaction since, um, Chelsea have been extremely professional and very magnanimous. Um, the nail for that bloke, tickets to see a Chelsea game he turned it down. So is that just is that right? Reportedly, um, I don't blame him, it's his choice. Um, I think Chelsea dealt, dealt with it very well and very professionally. Um, I think also that the media haven't gone. Um, we've seen an awful lot of kind of uh, sweeping the board, think pieces and comments and kind of outbursts which kind of fail to nail the real problem and have to give the whole problem of the tarring with one brush which, and not to mention the whataboutery and point scoring which always seems to blight these incidents. Um, yeah. And you know, anybody who does that is really pushing us further back rather than actually forward. And then after, and then kind of, and then you kind of had the hunt for the um, people on board, which I approve of for questioning, but not for straight up um, witch hunting and prosecution. Get the people, talk to them, establish and find what happened. You know, we can do that. And it, it's very ugly. Yeah, you have to see what you are quick to say that because it didn't happen in a the stadium, they're not going to do anything about it. Um, is that right or wrong? It is frustrating. But it is right. It's not, they can jurisdict that. However, let me tell you if the John Darmory catch you doing that, um, it is not bond chance for you as far as getting punished or not. It is up to the Parisian authorities to take oh, care okay. of that. I, I can't put that on UEFA. Or Chelsea actually, come to think of it. I mean, unless. And obviously, we don't, we don't know if they were going to the game. Quite a few people go to Europe, you know, especially with smaller locations for the trip. But Possibly, yeah. yeah no, it's just very bad taste in the mouth. But it's been dealt with in the main by the club very professionally, and that is worth mentioning. Yeah, okay. No, I agree, I agree with but that. On a light side, uh, the team bus. Uh, the bus <laughs> 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 I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, the irony. Diego Costa's got his orange juice all on him. 
sort of Mikel was shouting. Because it looked like, from the pictures that I saw, it looked wedged. In I don't know how it is. I've never driven a coach, but I imagine you'd be quite good at it to be driving the Chelsea team about. It was such a weird, such a weird entrance. It looks very much like the taxi rank at London Paddy. Do you think they all had to get out and like push, sort of the obscure? I, I can imagine, like, because it looked like he's just gone to turn it, like as in as if you're going into sort of an underground car park type thing. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me, and he's just hasn't got his angles right. I, I don't he think he's too to late or yeah. too early, and he's just got the whole bus. I think there. he went to do a pop of shopping, and that's nowhere near the stadium. <laughs> he's actually he's gone on. No, it's the wife's birthday tomorrow. The Chelsea team just had to wait every five minutes. I promise. No. Yeah. So uh, we 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 wish sort of mild ill on the Chelsea team. That's that's fine. Mm. Little little, inc- little inconveniences. I sorry. I don't. I I do. I really dislike them all. Um, not not fatally, except except John Terry. Um, so William Kajani, we'll have our what seems to be weekly Arsenal digression, in which we're going to actually number one is does any other club go into meltdown as regularly and as well as Arsenal? Dan Burnett, what what do you think? Maybe we're exposed to it more because I think we do it. More often, so we're sort of accustomed to it now. We, we are part of the problem. <laughs> but Arsenal, they were going, they were going about their business but, but, the right way. They're they're throwing. But the, this happened. I'm trying. The last incident when this happened. I can't no, remember. I can't, no, well, I it was Stoke away, and oh, it was yeah. this is the end of the world. Then it got better. Then, then it was Tottenham away. Then it was yeah, Tottenham. They lost to Tottenham. This is the end of the world. Couple of good results. Monaco. Number one, William Kajani, do you think that the the sort of. You all thought. No, I'll, I'll take that back. We all thought, you didn't think that this was going to be an easy game. A large percentage of the Arsenal's, what we sort of viewed Monaco as. as any, I, I thought you were going to win. Um, so do you think that it sort of served you right a bit? Maybe the attitude, do you think that attitude stemmed into the players? It looked as if it did visually, from what I can tell. Um, just And that's just about purely, you just about visually watching it. The lack of application in our play after a very initially strong opening period. Because it, we did start fairly strongly, we had the ball, but we just didn't really take it with much intensity at them. Um, the attitude was horrendous, but the play was also equally as bad. And the thing about sides like Monaco, this is a testament to what Jardim has done, mm. is that when any side defends as well as them, they force you or it commands you to come at them with intensity and to be precise and focused and also committed to everything you do. And we were just so bad, especially with the focus and the precision mm. of what we did. Um, so, so the follow-up the follow of the, the um, sort of, oh my god, it's the end of the world, comes the Wenger in, out, shake it all about debate. Is that something, that's something that from, as a 
I, I neither like nor dislike Arsenal. That's something that would really bother me. For those that know me, I was, I was a big supporter that Brendan Rodgers could finish 17th this season. Last season, he earned the right to do whatever this season. And, and come November, they're sort of going out of the Champions League. There's that dreadful performance of sort of Sunderland and, the, and, and all sorts. Um, and I thought he, he's earned that time because of the season he's had last season. So now Arsene Wenger, has he not earned the right to ease his time up almost? He had a good first 10 years. You know, he put Arsenal on the map. You know, you, you've seen things you, you never would have seen without him. Now he's, he's that time up, he's earned that right. A lot of times the, the, the new stadium gets put into it. It's not a new stadium anymore. Really, you know, it's, it's, is it nine years now? The Emirates is it nine, eight years, nine years old? It's a, it's a fair it's a, um, you know, and credit that's put you on another level again. But no supporters seen the the reward of that. So do you do you think the debate is is worthwhile having every time something like this this comes? You know, another setback in Europe. Um, I think the golden age period of the of the Wenger reign has been left behind, was left behind and it's been behind for a while now mm. and that is where the Wenger outcalls have stemmed from um, as to whether his time with the helm is up I'm thinking realistically it isn't despite the fact that and this is of no respect I'm Wenger out but I'm Wenger out with the proper changeover if okay. we screw this changeover up, it could knock us back permanently. And I've said it before and I'll say it, say it again. We won't spend like United have to no. bolster us for a season. Would you Would you want you to spend like United have? Um, that, do you think that's, that solves a problem? Or is it just a short term? It depends it, on what players you get. I know United have spent, but... Um, Dan, what do you think's really been the, the standout buys of that? What do you think? He hasn't solved all it, you know. It's all problems that you're up there competing, but nobody's yeah. happy with the way you're playing. There's sort of three standout signings for me. I was not just last transfer window, you know, into January as well. For me, it's Herrera's been the one. Yeah, Herrera, Matter, and Blind. Is Matter there for you? I think he's got to be. Whenever he plays, he well, whenever he starts, I should say, he makes things happen. Like he makes things, he yeah. gets ticking. When him and Herrera, although it's defensively not the most solid of part, like pairings, like even though you'd probably have someone like Blind or Carrot behind you anyway. Yeah. To have those two creative, you know, I think they'd fit in any other team. Like if if but, if yeah. any of the big four teams had. Mata and Herrera at their disposal. So like Man City, they play Silva and Nasri. Yeah. Two very yeah. similar players. Not particularly the physically the best players, but they're just so creative. Silva has been on an absolute tear recently. <laughs> he wasn't, he so wasn't today, this afternoon. But, um, he wasn't this afternoon. But yeah, but, um, they just have that attacking, creative talent there. I don't know why United aren't utilising it a bit more. But, but the, the Di Maria signing, how, how I mean... Disappointing or frustrating um, is the word. I'm not going to say, because a lot of United fans are getting on his back saying he's a waste of 60 million, bloody, bloody, blah. I think the sort of playing style that Van Howe's trying to get through to the entire team is restricted his sort of flair a bit. He's not allowed to mm. be as extravagant as he was when he was at Real. Um, 
I think in the game against Sunderland on Saturday, he, from what I remember, he did. He had one very good cross, which I think if Falcao or Rooney or whoever's up front is on their game, that's sort of the perfect delivery for them. But apart from that, like one cross, it's not good enough. You need more from him, and he was substituted at half time for Yanazai, who I've said time and time again, he's an impact player. Every time he started the season, he's looked a bit meh. But yeah. he came off the bench and he made things tick again. He just sort of kept coming at someone and didn't give him a moment to get organised, which is what we've been bad at recently. We've let team, because we've passed the ball about so slowly and we're sort of happy to keep the ball between our two centre-backs and mm. Lind or whoever's playing that sort of anchor role. Teams are able to get organised and get men behind the ball quicker and that's where we're going wrong. We're taking too long. So is, is that sort of from going on that, Kajan, Is that what is that what you'd you'd have? Is that what you'd want? A big a big spree? Not a big spree, no. Uh, because it has no. changed. Let's not forget the spree. You know, you bought in Ozil, which was something that you'd never consider buying, and then you got Sanchez, which is of similar. So it is happening, but not in in a less extravagant way. Sort of like one, maybe two per week. Yeah, it's sort really, of, it's sort of. It's not like what we did uh, before. They just sort of six players in this transfer window. Geez, sure it was a well. lot of money, yeah. <laughs> and sure, he's not a footballer. Well, just, that's the thing. We've been so injured and so inconsistent. I think, I think there's a lot of potential there. Give him another few years, and he'll be sort of among the best left backs in Europe. I think. Oh, big shot. In a few years, big not, not for a little while, yeah. In a few years, Blur. in the same way that we sort of talk about. Um, like, who, who would you think, at the minute, who is the best, on a slight tangent, who is the best left-back in Europe right now? That's the thing. One doesn't spring to mind like it used to. Like, back in the day, it was always Carlos or Maldini, or even that push, Ashley Cole in his prime. I think Ashley Cole is... Uh, I mean, we, we sort of had a, a brief moment that you could argue um, if, if Leighton Baines would were talking defenders as a whole, mm. and that's just completely dropped off as well. And actually, felt. I think the answer. I think one major. I think first of all, one has to be coming from uh, Madrid, as in Real. I think you've got to be looking at um, Marcelo when he's when he plays. Um, yeah, but where, how often does he play? They they do they do like to switch him a lot as yeah, they can. Oh, you um, cannot you cannot switch a defence. Yeah, We've seen that, Liverpool's what, recent success has been down to sort it to having this back three which has worked a treat of Emre Khan sat not in that order uh, Sacco and Skirtle you know Sacco's got an off and then they come in and Lovren came in today and had a fantastic game as did Joe so that is what it's all about it's about teaching them how to play you can't change it's the same with a goalkeeper I don't like to see this rotation of goalkeeper I think, well, we've got that one, so Starro still hasn't played a game yet for us. He didn't even play in the But he, should, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. Against Preston. No. That's his... No, but for me, you, you can't be substituting a just... No, I, I, I mean, that's just mine, you know, you, you, you centre-back. Did you not do that for a while when Minnie there had a bit of a man? No, he got dropped. He got dropped and then yeah. Brad Jones got injured. But even Minnie <laughs> when when it was the League Cup, he, he'd play that game as well and that's what we see now Saka's got a knock and everyone sort of panicked a bit and, and Lovren really played well today which is a player that's got no credit since I was going to say ever. he must have a 
hell of a lot of proof because I was ta- I can't remember I was talking to earlier on somebody saying that Lovren very few Liverpool fans are fond of him not just because of his penalty miss no uh, he, he's, been, he's been incredibly unpopular just because of the hype he had came from Southampton he's just been a bit the high, I, he, he was the player I was most excited yeah, I about think, I think, yeah, which is probably on record somewhere um, so he's been disappointing but equally we've seen players come out all Brendan Rodgers signings that it was sort of awful what he's done this and they summer they've started to come through now they've, they've all came bar me Balotelli's still not for mm-hmm. but, but equally we all supported him and got behind him unlike we've sort of seen with Lovren you know probably not the case now with Balotelli I think, I think sort of the the wave has rippled out of it but even Markovic people are getting excited. Emre Khan people are raving out. Coutinho is coming into his own. I mean, I know that's going a couple of seasons back. He cost £8 million. Lallana as well. Lallana had a fantastic game today. Moreno. Moreno is, is one of their... He's sort of... Uh, I've always liked him. Always he, liked he's him. actually quite a nice player going up front. I mean, he, he um, I think he skied something earlier. He's on quite a good chance. And he just slided from the Anfield Road end. But still, it's nice to see... Players more disciplined than sort of when when you see Glenn Johnson go up, <laughs> but then that's fine. But then you know something horrible had happened at the other end, or he would run it out. Mm-hmm. So no, it is an exciting time, but players need time. So maybe these haven't happened for Van Gaal now. Well, with I mean, first of all, with these big sprees, people still have the recency bias. They, they expect too much too soon with the big sprees. Um, I can think of a number of occasions upon which the club has bought three, four, and the five players, and it's taken so at least a season, especially for an yeah, You're changing a whole squad, really, aren't you? Well, I think the thing that concerns United fans most of the minute is the fact that we don't. It's seven months into this whole project that Van Hal's got going on, mm. and he, he doesn't know his best team. You, you, you're in a. Yeah, you're in a. But this is, I think. This is why I think Chelsea are as good as they are, purely on squad size. Yeah. I don't think anyone's playing Chelsea go, oh, sort of like, you know, the Arsenal of the Invincibles era, you know, that sort of side, you know, the Man United trebles, where you just weren't going to win. That sort of team, I don't think anyone goes to Chelsea, what well, we've seen Burnley last week, nobody goes to that. But the reason is they'll have a setback. And they won't have any crisis mode like any. They won't have any ongoing sort of background noise at United, any sort of early disillusioned Liverpool or anything that the Arsenal menstrual cycle. Um, they'll just it'll just be like it'll be fine midweek. They'll sort it out. They'll go about the business. They won't. Nothing blew up about their performances. And equally, when they drop points, it's not in the thing. That's why Chelsea are probably as good as they are, and probably better than City. Well, that comes with another thing, which is very simple to do if you have the right money. It's about right. like for like players. But it, they yeah. buy players they, who they have do. similar yeah, skill yeah. sets and what. And but the they same get thing rid of players as well. I they do, and then swap them out for players tweaked to. But how long has this took? We can argue that this is a process that's been going on for, well, ten years, hasn't it? So it's in which they won something like fifteen. I think, I think it's 12 trophies. Chelsea's there. Chelsea's. I mean... Three Premier League trophies. Going back to it, continuity is a big part. I mean, the only negative thing it can sometimes happen is that 
Mourinho's squads have to be incredibly physically robust because mm. he relies on the core of players and he re- generally barring one but or they, two yeah but they he's a constant rotation isn't it another constant rotation not for the league at least he'll have a core for the league um, for instance say Fabregas Costa um, yeah but they're, they're around no I get what you're saying it's not a there's 11 and then a new 11 mm-hmm. there is a constant there's always every position you, you can place fresh legs in I think yeah so when they go to a, a lesser European game, of which mm. there's probably none, but they can do that. Right, well, in their group, they did that plenty. In their group, they did that sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, there was a chance at early but. institutions and the like. Um, that's because Chelsea buy and sell probably better than any club in England. Um, I think it's easy to say they do it better than any club in England. I think you guys have bought well but it's, it's taken longer mm. because you've got quite specific technical players who Rogers has picked so it will come good I think eventually it is beginning to come good quite quickly um, from the new year on but um, it was always going to take some time who, because uh, how did you even find out Chan was so good as the nobody thought it no, no. well he got a chat what, he, he played the Chelsea game and that was the first time we saw in November Emery Chan, and then everyone was disillusioned because he was left out for the for the next I think it's some four or five league games. Mm. So it's all it's all it, it's a lot of training pitch from what we're seeing to get told, but it, it, it is coming to to good now, mm. seeing that we can beat teams like Man City. Mm. Um, but no, um, going back to the Champions League, then is it is it over? Is it done? Oh yeah, the yeah, Arsenal yeah. dream over. Yeah. I'd be lovely to be proof wrong about this, but no, it is over. You've got to go there it, and get it, three it goals. It was over, I think, the moment... I think it was over when we... It would have been over if we had if it was 2-1. Because you've got to think, we're going to go to a side that's conceded something like 26 league goals right all season, which is very, it's a very good amount. Yeah, no, I like um, yeah. And only, what was it? Five in the Champions League, including that first leg at the Emirates. And we got to try and go there, force the initiative that didn't work for us at home, mm. and score, what was it, three? Yeah. Yeah, it been three. Um, w- without reply. I-, I don't see it. I don't, s- because that same blueprint, I mean, I don't know if their attacking blueprint was that good. Um, we were criminal with two of the goals no not two of the goals the second goal was criminal mm. the first goal um, <sighs> wicked deflection I don't blame a Spina for it for God's sake possibly blame the fact that nobody's close called Dombia down mm. and as such because you know the, the closer you get to a person the more effective a block is the less likely you're going to get um, a half deflection which takes wicked spin but uh, we but we made chances against them. But the thing is, they're going to go. We got to go there, and we all know what any half competent manager is doing. Jardine's going to get his best defenders back and play an extremely compa- compact five-four-one style formation and spring us on the break, probably forcing us central. Maybe I mean you. 
Is it going to get any worse? Do you think you're going to go over there? That's the thing with Monaco. Obviously, I know about their sort of defensive record. That you know they're they're sort of almost like Southampton, really. They're almost sort of watertight at the back. Yeah. Well, not so much now. Southampton have been leaving a few goals, but the fact that you say they'll play on the counter attack, you think Dimitar Berbatov is probably the least capable player <laughs> to play a counter attacking style of play. I mean, don't get me wrong, Dimitar Berbatov's brilliant. He is top goal scorer. Remarkable. He is awesome. But if we're playing quick counter attacking football. It's not about being quick. Well, quick. Well, it is. To well, I mean, what do you mean? In, I mean, is he now? Against well, yeah, yeah, Arsenal, is it? It's probably not so much about. Well, actually, yeah, not so much against Arsenal I, when you've got no second there. I get, I get what you mean, though. I get, I get the point you're making. Because the thing is. He scored the second, mm. despite and kind of broke all the stereotypes. But you are right; it shouldn't really work. But because of Condombia constantly breaking two or three tackles, getting his pass away, and then giving it to of all people, bloody Jan Rutina, who was fantastic, it worked because he has so much space. Because the thing is, for his goal, there's no defenders around him mm. because Mertesacker has pushed up and Kashani's and Lomax land and. I think Gibbs has been stranded high up, um, and you got kind of four players around one for the Monaco man. So he releases it, and four are out of the game. He, he was never going to miss from inside the penalty area. You know, because of that game when inevitably going to get linked with Martinez in the summer transfer window again. Yeah. It's just what happens. Just what happens. I mean, but can, I, sh- I should I should just say. Credit to what Jardim or Monaco did, because at the end of the day they just deserved it more than us. I think it was more thanks to our ineptitude, and I, and I don't feel I don't feel arrogant saying that. Look at the chances Giroud had, um, who should have scored two at least. I say I he didn't see any of them, so I can't comment. Ah, uh, sorry. I was good. well. I say he should have scored the header. I say he should have scored the rebound that came to him um, in the second half. So I say we should have the lead at some point. But they defended, for the most part, really manfully. And not just, you know, throwing bullies at it. Composed stuff. That they just know, they just know their way. I mean, I don't, I struggle to see how we score against them. I don't see it. Mm, I, I mean, the point is, we saw the Bayern Munich, you were sort of 3-1 gone, weren't you? You only got two there. I mean, I know you went out of the tie eventually. And Bayern Munich maybe oh, maybe yes. let it slip. Do you oh, reckon Monaco Jesus. could have the same attitude? Do you think? Um, let's see if we can score. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't think you're going to go through. I think I think um, I think you're right. And tie's dead. But I, I don't think it's a, a dead certainty. I don't think they'll go there knowing the tie's dead. I reckon they'll make a great. I think. Game I, I think. Who, 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 who do you have coming up to it? I mean, you beat Everton today. So you've sort of calmed everyone Last around. year that would have been a really good result, but this year, I don't know what's going on with Everton. They yeah, have slept shit. Usually. The problem, I mean... T- oh, you're not going to talk about Everton. No, 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 I mean two, no, I mean two answers oh, to okay. two questions. We don't want to talk about it. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, I mean, briefly, um, it might not be who we have before, it'll be who we have after. United really? away. <laughs> oh. Um, we're not winning this, we're not winning a Champions League. Let's no, be no, frank. No. If I if I had my way, we'd all focus. We'd focus on United, literally. If I had my it's, way. It's, it's um, as for us today, it was I. 
it was important just Oh, is that the United FA Cup game? Yeah, the FA Cup oh, game. Oh, So it's course. hugely important because... Um, you, you, I mean, both we, of you are going to want to win that, aren't you? Fourth, yeah, is no certain, really fourth is no certainty for either of us. Even with you guys, we get results and us kind of having a lot of players to choose from now. It's no yeah. certain. No, because no, no. you guys are herring along. Plus also I think, you're winning I really think, hard I games. I think we will get in the top four now. Ooh, which makes I it one step groundbreaking. I think we are the third best side in the Premier League. And this is a completely different one a few weeks this ago. Is, this is this is post New Year. I think it's just been sort. Of, what what was happening sort of Christmas time is we were getting results. You know that were were keeping us sort of afloat. I'm thinking the Burnies, the Swansea, that horrible draw at Leicester on New Year's Day, when I trod in a puddle on the way to the ground and I had sort of a frozen foot. For the rest of the day, you know, I'm thinking of these dreadful games, and now I think we sort of earn it. We're, we're playing good football, we're winning games. We went to Southampton, and just we could kill a game. I mean, and today, I mean, for 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 large parts of it, you watched the game, did you, William Vagina? It's very ping pong. You know, Man City are brilliant at yeah, intercepting yeah. literally anything. Just balls that some teams wouldn't even try and set, let's see the pass game that a Man City player will be going for it. Mm. I can't think what's their defender number twenty. What's uh, I was quite high up today. I couldn't quite. Uh, I didn't well, look on the back of the program. Yeah, th- thank you. That's his name. Yeah. You know, uh, he he was sort of the weakness. I thought it is the beginning, but maybe not towards the end. But back the Man City. This is a problem that seems it's the Celtics be an air of it within them of Mancini days. They just they can have the players. But the car It's just not there. The company's been see? dire recently. It really has. The, the company f- didn't have a great season. I just there hasn't been like you talk about a core that has been built at Chelsea. That's in place, but it doesn't seem to nobody. It's it's the sort of Man United of last season. Nobody's fearing them, and nobody ever has. They won the Premier League based on no. Sorry, we lost the Premier League, and they they gained it. So, um, I felt had a sort of an interesting theory on mm. the Pellegrini standpoint raised by somebody called Mike Holden. Um, Plays for Bolton. N- no, he doesn't. Um, no, he's like one of the football uh, analysts, and he does oh. um, his betting predictions worth reading line. But he had the idea that um, Pellegrini is too much the antithesis of Mancini, not edgy enough. So what? So when last season the happy shit was all good, because yeah. staying calm was the best thing they could do with Liverpool um, so charged and Chelsea not as... Just sort of floating around. The, the, floating the around but also lacking kind of the focal point. They gave their some, best striker to Everton, yeah. Um, and that actually worked. Having a happy ship last season worked and allowed them just to express themselves. And now they're getting in all these dog fights, and there isn't that kind of urgency. There isn't that um, not siege mentality, but there isn't that intensity being transmitted to players on the pitch from the touchline, which was an interesting theory. I mean, as for um, the general problem and the problem today, I think first of all, I thought you guys were fantastic. And considering midweek, mid- the core of this team, there was nobody today who didn't um, play, maybe apart from Coutinho. Did he play midweek, Coutinho? 
Um, no, Coutinho didn't play. Okay, game. Coutinho was rested, but a no. lot of players today. I was going to say, like, Lovren starting. A lot of players today yeah. went 120 minutes in Besiktas on Thursday. Or City had, um, what was it? Two more days. And, and playing at home, yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, two more days rest. Um, so it was just a fantastic performance, and I think um, it was when I said on Twitter, I said I just had a feeling. I was saying to my friend Josh, who's sort of the the, the more level. I, I support the team with my heart and irrationality. He supports it with sort of logic and and stats and things. I, I said to him on on Friday, I said I just have a feeling we'll win. I don't think Man City. Are, well, we've seen this season; they're not all that. I don't. I don't think they're well. I said they're horrible record. I don't think they've won in the last thirteen there. So I thought, no, but it was quite a ping-pong game for large parts. So I, think, I, think, I think it's just a standard of, if that's the top two seed teams in England, sort of Chelsea, who, who, yeah, credit where credit's due, but I don't think they're going to win the European Cup. And Man City, they're just quite a distance behind them now, I think. I don't think there's that sort of front runner. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's sort of the representation of the brand that Man United probably were for so long anymore. I think there's two two quite um, unlikable teams, sort of <laughs> sort of at the top, which I don't think a lot of people can relate to. Getting maybe I'm wrong, maybe maybe that's bitterness uh, shining through. City, I think. Oh, Pete, a lot of people. I just think like maybe Khaled's been right about the standard of the Premier League all this time. Oh, he is. Yeah, carriage. <laughs> no, no, but he is. He yeah, just no, is. No, I, right. I, 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 I hate it, but he That's is. Like Callum doesn't do away games. The, the thing you came up in the in the chat saying that Hamburg and Hanover and Sotavigo are better than Burnley. I was like, there's quite a golfing class in what those teams are trying to achieve in their respective yeah. leagues. No, I, I disagree. I I disagree with him on Italy. I think the bottom half of our league is more competitive, but equally the the golfing class isn't that huge from. From the top, I don't think. In Italy, it's kind of weird. You see all oh, these, fuck Italy. like all the team, like little clubs in Italy, yeah. the results against the likes of. Uh, but don't Napoli we see that quite a lot in England? We see that quite well, a lot here, don't you think? Yeah, we never get a. You know, the league was won on sort of eighty-six points last year. What's I mean, what does that tell you? I mean, what's I mean, uh, what Chelsea now? Are they on sixty now? I think when we put the table earlier, it was 60. Yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they've got games and over Man City, I've got 55, I think, yeah. we've got 50, or I, I don't know. But it's still sort of, I'm not going to say wide open, because I do think Chelsea will still win it. Yeah. But like I said, I think City it so, well. Man City is so inconsistent. We're sort of consistently crap, but we still get results. That's what I'm saying. You're the the fourth best team in that division at the minute. It doesn't bode well for the Premier League, does it? I don't. I just don't know what the future of this this league is, with all the money that's going into it. Is it just a lot of money? There's a great question on the Football Weekly extra page that because of Premier League inflation, sort of how much how players are sort of overcharged. There's sort of a Premier, League. and I said the example that springs to mind is Shane Long cost twelve million pounds. Yeah. That's a lot of money for don't, what Shane Long is. Don't get me wrong, Shane Long's not, I don't think he's a bad player. I oh, really I don't agree. think he's a bad player. But, but he's 12, a five or six million yeah, pound player, he's not isn't he? Twelve. No. And the and fact you, that you looks, consider, I know obviously transfer fees have gone up. Like the fact that West Brom bought a ten million pound player in Brown Dyer in 
I'd say January or July I can't remember. So that's that's how much money is the in this that, game. The fact that back in the day we bought a young lad called Cristiano Ronaldo for twelve point five million. Exactly. It's just I, I don't know. Yeah, but Luke Shaw, he wasn't a thirty-one million pound player. Exactly. I mean, back in that's, it's just the cost of business be, now. You think ten years ago we might have paid ten based on potential yeah. alone? We would. But there's also a negativity around somebody not buying big things. You know, when when Emre Khan came in, nobody batted an eyelid. When I when think sort of, I've rated Emre Khan. I still I, do. I, mean, I, I think I, he's I a great couldn't. player. Exactly, but nobody it was sort of is this the direction we should yeah, go now after selling Suarez and you know, and I was one that said I think if we get Suarez, we should go huge bucks for. How much did you go Suarez for? Twenty-two million. See, that's not huge, is it? Really, you bought Balotelli no. for sixteen, and you sort of weigh up the pros and cons. Oh, so. Suarez did very, very well for Ajax. Yeah. Uh, he scored plenty of goals. But you look at other people that have come from that uh, the Eredivisie into the Premier League. You look at Wilfred Bowney, I believe. Yeah. Was he from Den Haag or here in Wien? I don't know. But that wasn't a very big money signing. No. But you see, what he's, he's become a twenty-eight million pound player for City now. Whether it actually be a success there is well, obviously we'll see. Well, the, I, I, I think he should be starting. William Kajani, where do you stand on this? Sort of bombing start. Is there room for him to start? Honestly, no, no. There's I don't not think even. So. I mean, um, well, Jekyll was very. Jekyll and Aguero were very good today. Jekyll is another player. That he's, Never gets the credit he deserves. He's such I, a good striker. I think he's very, I'm not gonna say average, but like he's one of those no, people that right place, good, right time. I know, and that's, yeah, that's so many teams rated. So many teams. Like some of its skills, some of its like you see. I think, but I think, I think Jekyll and Giroud are the same. You're thinking of strikers on forwards. The, the the hybrid forwards, the do it all forward, the Ibrahimovic, the Aguero. The, the the Suarez now has mm. become a thing, a, a yeah. thing people can't kind of expect. Um, for Bonnie, I mean, is he worth being able to start at a top side? Yeah, but Jekyll and Aguero worked very well today, and in and in the ping pong first half, mm. whenever you could get, whenever Manchester City could get the ball to them, it was danger. It was dangerous zone for Liverpool, and Liverpool had to work very hard and get back in numbers to cover the other options. They covered, yeah. they had, and they did well, to be fair. They ganged up on silver. They tried as best they could to contain Kolarov and Zabaleta, and also um, they pushed up on Nasri high a fair bit because the importance of winning that press meant that they, City couldn't gain about 25 yards to the pass, and then you had the danger. And that sort of grow because I mean Bonnie's power running to be fair should have been useful. Mm. Um, I think second half he would have been a big sort of player to come on there to just give them give the Liverpool something different to think mm. about. As in Jekyll and Aguero only is a bit like quite a bit of a partnership now, aren't they? They've got Kev, they've got Evan Chemistry. I, I mean, think Aguero I didn't, I didn't watch much I mean I watched the highlights back, I've seen their goal. That one Aguero pass took up four Liverpool players. Yeah. That was like eye of the needle stuff. But obviously, he's had to see that run right from yeah. Jekyll and he's got to stay outside. It was a brilliant goal. And there's obviously an understanding between yeah. those two there, but yeah, you know, it's an understanding that I don't think any other big club has at the moment. There's certainly no understanding at United. Um, that's from that century from goalkeepers to the forwards. I feel, 
That's the thing, that's where I think they're going wrong. There's no understanding there at all throughout the team, never mind just in the front two or front three or whatever the dugout plays. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even like at Chelsea, um, Costa plays, I think the only sort of understanding he has is behind him with Fabregas. I know I might get a bit sick for that because obviously there's so much quality in that side. But Liverpool, I don't think Balotelli or Sterling or anyone's linking up properly. No, well, no, they've got, they've got four strikers on the bench and Sterling's playing up front. Exactly. Today, yeah, so. Sturridge in the start. Um, but, um, so I think elsewhere, I don't think Lukaku and whoever he plays with, Naismith. Everton don't fucking do that. Oh, yeah, talk about um, Arsenal, obviously the only ten... Like, did they ten play one up? Might, might be seeing it a bit with West Brom, actually. With... Uh, very you know, in a day. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a partnership. It's quite. It's right. I'm surprised they beat Southampton. I know they sort of come down as well. Southampton. No, come down. Just they play a very high intensity football, like um, uh, to a lesser extent, like um, Pochettino for Spurs, and that just takes. It just takes its toll. It just. It really does take its toll. I think um, I mean we'll, we'll sort of talk the managerial changes that we haven't talked about. William Jarney, uh, West Brom first. Not that they've we, we know that they've appointed him. How's that going? QPR, are they flying or the, the West the, Brom's and, uh, West New, Brom. and Newcastle's um, resident Jordan? Is he gonna? I mean I don't know what Newcastle. I don't think they're gonna down or anything, but I don't. Newcastle's it's, haven't really got that pressure on him because tricky job. It's it's so and and Tim Sherwood, sorry, which I don't think I don't think we've talked about since we've no. You don't don't think we've we talked about, talk about him and his fifty nine percent win ratio. The Sherwood's has not gone to plan at all in terms of results. In terms of the entertainment, but next week it could have gone to plan. They've got they've got sort of West Brom midweek and then they're playing again in the in the quarter final of the cup. Gets them to Wembley, you know. He's, he's like they're the fourth said, biggest club ever, so yeah. it's sort of sort for them to play. He's come out and said, I think they need six wins to stay in the division. I don't know the fixture list off the top of my head, but I don't <laughs> know where they're coming from. But like even against West Brom on us, obviously it's a big thing, isn't it, the old Midlands derby. But you look at form, you look at general. Well, they've kept, they've kept five out of eight. Clean sheets in the last games, West Brom. Tony Pulis since he's came. He's brilliant, Pulis. He's, 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 he just is. Um, <laughs> you can say Villa, who, who struggled to, to sort of get up in the morning. I don't understand how they're going to... Number one, not West Brom out the cup. I can't see... And, and get anything in the league. I don't... The worst comes to the worst. Say Aston Villa pull off an absolute miracle and win the FA Cup. Don't, don't talk but, about things like this. But they get relegated as well. <sighs> That'd be great. That's good. Wouldn't it be great though? Their attendance at Villa Park is cripplingly low now. Think what it'll be like in the Championship. But the FA Cup winning side that's just been relegated. That's true. Oh, well, Apple Birmingham, Carling oh, Cup, maybe it's a thing. They'll get a new stadium. Apple and Wigan, maybe it's a thing. They'll get new sponsors. Oh, the only way is up for Villa. <laughs> <laughs> It'll become the Weetabix 
whole thing. <laughs> it's gonna, it, it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the FA Cup when we're here. Wooden Gajani, um, can this this save your season? Is this what this can is save your season? Yeah. Um, it would if it will if, but only now if we win it. I genuinely believe that the race for the top four is that tight. It will go to one of the two, uh, probably the last weekend of the season, given Ooh. that oh, there's a, the, I, the fixtures are I, evenly balanced Dan, now. I, I, think, I think United are going to drop out of it more so. This is going to sound uh, very They've sort of stayed a bit above. I, I kind of hope we do because we don't deserve it. Like, I know it? you shouldn't really support a team on what you, your team deserves. We, we don't even be. We didn't deserve to be anywhere near that. Do you, do you, do you want, I'll ask, what I asked Kajani last season was just um, every time, do you want the cup? If you could choose between the cup and fourth, what would you have? The thing is, given that we haven't got Europe, I've got to choose now. That in reality, we can do both because we've got this, you know, the individual talent, although it might not be clicking as a team, the individual talent's there to do both. Mm. I wouldn't mind a cup day, cup final day. We haven't won it in 11 years. Is that the fuck off? Is that right? Yeah. Not yeah, since yeah, 2004. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's sort of embarrassing, really. But, um, no, I guess. I, guess. I can't even remember the last time we were in the final. I don't want to say it's 10 years ago because that was against Arsenal, it will both. Badly for the yeah, game next week. I can't think. Of, we might play Chelsea or something, but yeah, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind an FA Cup. You got to think. You're going to have quite. There's there's between Reading and and uh, Black Bradford, Villa West Brom, Liverpool or Blackburn. So it could be. It seems like the easiest way to sort of give your season something to remember. And honestly, I don't think we're ready for Europe. If we went into Europe this season, no, I'm not the first first person to have said this. If we get Dan Europe, writes blogs. What well, I don't want to forget that. Dan, where do you write stuff on United? Uh, for MUFC latest stuff. MUFC latest. I'll put it in the crotch of SoundCloud. Read them. I haven't read them. They might be awful. They might be fantastic. I've done two. He's only I, done I'll two. I'll trial there until they sign up publicly. But hey. is that right? Well, read his two. Tell him if they're shit or good, and you can follow him on Twitter at Dan. Dan Burnett, uh, 95 underscore 95. No underscore. No underscore, sorry. Um, um, okay. Yeah, I think if we were to get into Europe, because obviously the only way for it is by finishing fourth. Mm. So we'd have to go through qualifying, and then we'd end up losing to some a team from Montenegro or something. Did you I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Um, obviously, that's a slight exaggeration. Come on, 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 come yeah, Spurs went out, Liverpool went out on penalties if you didn't watch it, I did four. I had a very long day. Celtic went out in a blaze of glory in all, all fairness. the Italian teams went through, I believe. Oh, of course. And, and if Khaled was here, he'd talk to you about the I'll coefficient. You know, fuck the coefficient. Um, I don't know, I don't understand. But I'm, I'm led to believe he's right, so he takes his word. Spell it. 
<laughs> if you can spell it, get in touch. That's how you put near red red competition. C O E efficient. That's it. Well done, Damon. Um, yeah. Wouldn't Johnny Everton Europe thoughts dreams hopes death war peace taxes thoughts. Um, they have a very realistic chance to get into the quarterfinals. After that, certainly no further. Um, hopes, uh, possibly that they stick around maybe for the novelty of the fact that they no, might okay. get... What if, they, what if they win it? No, no, they no, they're, they're not going to win it, so you'll be all right and stop your belly aching. I was hoping... Belly aching. I was hoping an Italian team might come Never because here, Liverpool is only up the road, so that's my hopes. My dream is that I get it's to... It's not get... the road. It took me fucking hours to get here this evening. I'm on a first class on London Midland. <laughs> it's literally not, it is not first class. It's the southwest trains in the Midlands. Yeah, the only joy is to have doors either side to keep the rabble out. <laughs> it was worth the three pound it. And, that, and that'll be no good when the class warfare takes That's a chance. I think about it. Then nobody checks the tickets. Bloody scroungers. Carry on. Um, yeah, so uh, dreams to go and see him play a Napoli or a Roma or an Inter or something. Your dream is to go and watch Everton play? It's to watch an Italian side in the UK again. And to, after that. Um, as for the rest of the rabble, they're, they're, they're really been flattered down. The young boys are dismal. Don't, don't see what they did. Um, Lukaku somehow, he, I mean, to be fair, he misses a lot of chance, but he gets himself goals. And... For all that his attitude still isn't where he, well, he wants to play for a big club, doesn't he? Yeah, will say for a real club. <laughs> real just, club. Yeah, just, just pretend one. Yeah, just not his pretend one. Um, but no, they can't. They can't go further in the quarterfinals, I wouldn't think. They're too poor um, defensively. They're especially. Just, they're just awful. Yeah, they're just real awful. rabble. We weren't very good today, but we beat them in Jerusalem, and that's all I care about. That's, that's good times. And Arsenal third. Arsenal third, Man United fourth. I think we're fifth. Mm-hmm. Which is good. So hopefully a magical end to the Premier League Where season. Where have they now? They, they've fallen out. Not totally, but they're Yeah, but it's a very small gap. Tottenham are irrelevant. Um, They'll still pip all of us. <laughs> do you think? Um, They'll get third and Southampton will get fourth. Mm. They've like got to be the least consistent Europe side in the league. I'd love to see their win graph over sort of the season. You know, I, I don't know if we can it get a hold of that. Get a hold of that. Um, anyway, we're going to end it there because it's gone on forever. William Johnny, thank you for having us around. Thank first, you very much. Away, thank yeah. you, listeners, for coming and spending time in my home. And I hope if to you, share um, with you if you want to complain time. about the audio quality, I've just been looking. We've, we've been a bit away from the mic, so. That I'm telling you this at the end. Um, so turn it up. There might be a car in the background. That's just Dan Burnett's car's been being stolen <laughs> for the past hour. Um, so if you hear shrieks of of uh, horror as they go inside, you go, oh, what a mess! I don't want this. It's not. It's very tidy. Um, and that's that's been that. Um, I've had Dan Burnett's been here as well. It has been a pleasure, and I'm very tired. He's and very out of. He's, 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 he's been up since 8 in the morning, which isn't that long. Some, um, <laughs> some of us go and watch Liverpool beat the champions of England. Um, uh, and, and I don't know what Khaled's doing. What, what, you, what have you done today, though? If you, if you see Khaled, get in touch. Um, I wrote on 
Uh, I wrote a Perth story about my adventures at Magistrates Court. Um, I was in the public area, not the dock. Oh, <laughs> the jury duty. Um, yes, a uh, fascinating trial about um, a former the Russian the police. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you've got right of um, oh, okay. recording. So um, there's a former Russian police chief who has um, racially abused on a train. No, he was racially abused. You know, actually, you know, actually, yeah, he was a Russian police chief. Um, he was he wasn't allowed on the train, so he took out a pistol. He had two nine millimeter four metal jacket bullets, and he shot the oh. Chelsea fans in the head. Good. And it was all very messy. And Where's this come from? His imagination. My imagination. Um, if you've been affected by any of the issues raised <laughs> in this podcast, get in touch at Hubert Nedved's bed or personally at Rory underscore Bond. Or that's K E E J A Y O V. That's for our. Um, Dyslexic, autistic viewers, if you want your name spelled out. And why the Twitter handle's already been revealed? Revealed, yeah. Listen again. Find it. Tell me what minute, what moment of the podcast you should listen back to. Yeah. He put Ned Red Red t-shirts are currently sold out. We still do have our hip flasks still available, all four to collect. The Ollie Man's unlimited edition. There's just one floating about, and it's at a very specific chain of Holland and Barrett. You have to find it. I'm gonna give you a clue, I've already had answers in. No, it's not the Stoke-on-Trent branch. No, it's not the Newcastle branch. Um, no, it's not the Plymouth branch. So if you can find it, um, get in touch. I've been Roy Bond, thank you for listening. Oh, why is that? No, fuck off, stop. <laughs>